Good evening and hope you had an amazing day. Tonight's podcast is generously sponsored in the memory and merit of a truly remarkable woman on the occasion of her first yurt site. Today is also the start of a very meaningful day. It's a day of perspective, a day of transition, a day of understanding the pattern built into the very fabric of our existence. Having just finished Yom Zikaron, a day of remembering, mourning, and honoring the sacrifices of our people, we transition into Yom Atzma'ut, a day of appreciation, thanksgiving, and even celebration. Now, these days are not to be seen as two polar opposites that accidentally were scheduled one after the other, but rather they are to be seen as one unit, one continuum. The loss is painful, always, but it takes on meaning if we use it to strengthen and build a brighter future, so that the struggle and sacrifice take on eternal purpose. This is the story of our people. It's the story of our heroes, and the story of our own lives, to translate loss and pain into purpose and come out even stronger and more committed. So allow me to share with you a beautiful mashal, a parable from the famed Dubna Magi, the storyteller of Dubna in the 1700s. He tells the story about once upon a time there was a king who owned a prized jewel, an exquisite diamond. As he held it to the light, he could see the glistening perfection from every angle, a true, rare, and exquisite gem. One morning, however, the king awoke, and upon taking out his precious treasure, he found, much to his dismay, that there was a single thin crack, a scratch descending down its face. In a panic, he called all the greatest jewelers in the kingdom to look at the stone in the hopes of fixing it, but nothing could be done. The crack ran so deeply down the face of the diamond that any effort to remove it would just further ruin it. He was distraught, was devastated. One by one, the jewelers came, and one by one, they told the king that his diamond, sadly, was ruined forever. Finally, one jeweler, a simple man from one of the neighboring villages, stepped forward and claimed that he could fix and save the diamond. The king laughed. The greatest craftsman in the world had seen the gem and deemed it hopeless. How could this simple jeweler hope to do anything? Seeing though that there was really nothing to lose, the king informed the jeweler that he could spend a single night with the diamond. If he managed to fix it, then he would see great reward. If, however, he did not succeed, a bitter lot awaited him. Locked in his room, the jeweler took a long look at the stone. It was truly magnificent, sparkling like the fire of the sun on the surface of the water. And the crack, however thin could not be removed without destroying the precious crown jewel in the process. What could he do? The next morning, however, the jeweler came out with the stone in hand and a look of triumph on his face. When he slowly unveiled the gemstone as the entire royal court skeptically looked on, slowly it was revealed that indeed the scratch was still clearly there. But then as the rest of the cover was removed, something remarkable appeared. The scratch had not been removed, it remained in its place, but instead the jeweler had taken the scratch and from it etched a beautiful rose, the symbol of the kingdom, on the face of the diamond, turning the seemingly destructive crack into a stem from which blossomed an exquisite flower. The king stood up from his throne and embraced the simple jeweler. Now I truly have my crown jewel, he said. The diamond was magnificent until now, the best I had ever seen, in fact. It was, however, no different than any other stone. Now, though, I have a truly unique treasure." My friends, in the biblical book Shira Shirim, the Song of Songs, King Solomon sings about the Jewish people that we are Kishoshana ben as a rose that blossoms amongst the thorns. While to many this means that we are often surrounded by thorns, and yet we rise above it. Others suggest that it is specifically a people that are able to persevere through the thorns who will eventually enjoy the blossoming of the most majestic rose. This is the story of the Jewish people throughout history. And it's also the story of the emergence of Israel from out of the ashes of Auschwitz and the Holocaust. From the sacrifice of our brothers and sisters emerged a land that is full of spiritual and moral grandeur, let alone the technology. And in truth, my friends, it is the lesson for each and every one of us. It's a reminder that we not only persevere through the challenges, but that we can and must utilize them to transform and blossom into the most beautiful versions of ourselves. 
That is how a rose, a Shoshana, emerges. So it is so fitting that tonight's podcast is generously sponsored in loving memory of a Shoshana, Shoshana Bus Barrel, Rose Rottenberg, whose first yard site is tonight and whose shiva I was at a year ago where I had the privilege of learning much from her daughter, Rina, about the beautiful life of this remarkable Rose. Rose was someone who actually lived the story of persevering through challenges and not only emerging as a beautiful version of herself, but helping to bring out the beauty in others as well. A woman born in pre-war Europe, surviving for years by hiding in the forest amongst the thorns that we just spoke about. A woman who took one of the first boats to then Palestine and married a man who fought in the War of Independence and was captured, but with whom she reunited nine months later. A woman who eventually made it to Toronto, where she was reunited with her only surviving immediate family and rebuilt a life and a beautiful, committed Jewish family. A family that includes not one or two, but three generations. A woman who made her students into her family for over 45 years, raising each child as if he or she was her own and seeing the potential in every student to be great. You just have to find out how to carve that scar, that seeming flaw so that they would realize it was really just a stem waiting to give birth to a beautiful flower. May her memory serve as an inspiration to her family, both those born to her and those raised by her, all part of one big family called B'nai Yisrael. To truly understand that we will find meaning in our lives if we take what seems to be a flaw and carve it into a kinder world, a more noble country, and the most priceless gem of all, ourselves. And on that note, Yom Atzimut Sameach, Wishing you a wonderful evening, and I'll see you tomorrow.